Ugh, I love this movie. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen this movie? <laughs> Say you always we always start out with and, and we're, we're rolling, rolling. <laughs> it's like become a thing because i've noticed that any episodes that we start out without saying that right they're not great episodes <laughs> oh okay so we so have to say that. it's like it's important that we say right. that so do, do you want to say it together we just did we just did yeah. okay that's fine with great. me all right i'm happy with that yay yay here, here. we are episode six yeah six what? I know. We just wanted to do this for like, I was talking about movies. Oh, well, no, it wasn't even that. It was like, let's vent about The Last Jedi. <laughs> it started as my That's hatred it. of The Last Jedi. That and was now it's, it. Now it's like this thing. And now it's a thing. I actually, okay, so yesterday I was at a networking event. Mm-hmm. It was for this really cool organization. You guys, Megan is very busy and important. I am, guys. I actually feel like I am kind mm-hmm. of busy and important. Networking events. I went to a networking event. I have a call today at 1.30 with my production company co-founder. So we went to this thing called Idealist Day, which is at idealist.org. And basically what they do is they're a website that help people find opportunities, job opportunities. God damn it. You're so handsome. Thank you. Look how handsome you are. I shaved yesterday. You did. So. And you got a haircut. And I got a sharp looking haircut. I can't. You guys, he distracts me. I was talking about nonprofits and then I got distracted by my hot husband. I have some really cool clothes in the mail. From both The Gap and H&M, so <laughs> I'm very excited to try those on for you. Uh, at any rate, anyhow, I'm at this thing for nonprofits, and there was this, there was a gal there, my friend Jessica. She's like, "Oh my God, okay, guys, so this is Megan. She has a film company, but she also does this really <laughs> funny podcast with her husband. You guys have to listen <laughs> to it." I love how your film company came secondary. Yeah, she's like, she's to our she's helping women get in film, Whatever. but anyways, but her, her husband. husband and her have this really funny podcast. Enough about women in film. Her husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so amazing, that made though. me feel i was like oh that's we're great. like people are people like listen to it listening and we've what i think we've had listeners in four different countries yeah where there was um there's the united states mm-hmm. there was one in sweden sweden that listened to us that's awesome thank and you and then sweden. i think there was someone in another part of europe and someone commented from a similar podcast it's uh oh really it, it it's it's ti- I'll have to go look at the the official title of the podcast, but it's similar to ours, and I think it it has to do with this married couple who talk about movies. Really? And they commented on our Facebook page. They <gasps> said, "Oh my gosh, no!" We love it, blah, blah, blah. So I have to go and look them up and see. Oh my and god! Give them a shout out. Um. Okay. So this week we delved into what I consider the horror genre. Uh, I mean, now that I've seen it, I don't think it's horror. It's an unsettling movie. It is an unsettling movie. Which I think is a really good kind of horror. So then, okay, let me ask you this really quickly. Yes. So is this along the same level as A Clockwork Orange? No. Okay. I wouldn't call that, because A Clockwork Orange has so many, like, sociopolitical underlying messages to it as well. Okay. A very unsettling movie. Okay. Set in sort of this weird dystopian future I just know the down. guy wears false eyelashes on the bottom part of one of his eyes right that's all I know right. about the movie I would love to crack open a clockwork orange well we can do that maybe not point. next week not next week but cause this was enough for me yeah 
Well, you, you want to switch I, genres again? Well, maybe we can watch Cube next week because you haven't seen Cube. Right. I haven't seen. Okay. I want to watch that. Right. Because it's that's horror. Is it? Okay. Is it like slasher? Like. No. Okay. It's not like Lake Noir slasher. <laughs> so Ben was in this really amazing. Oh, we can plug Lake Noir. I'm right plugging now. Lake Noir right now. Fuck Silence did, of the Lambs. I did a movie. This is a cinematic masterpiece. I did a movie that I am both proud and ashamed of at the same time. Yep. Um, it's called Lake Noir. Yes. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on YouTube. And this is not me trying to intentionally talk smack about anyone's creative endeavor. Because no. if you if you get out there and you make a movie, that mazel. takes oh my god. Oh my gosh. Like looking at it now, getting yeah. anything done yeah. is a feat. But that does not mean the final product is not horrible. Right. And ignores every basic law of filmmaking. Yes, which it does. <laughs> every level but production. But at the same time, I almost feel like if you took, like, I don't know, classic slasher movies, like, what's a good slasher movie? Friday the 13th. Scream. Scream. Uh, if uh, you Nightmare married that with The Room, <laughs> with Tommy Wiseau, that's what this is. It truly is. It makes me so happy. Like, I, like we'll have viewing parties. Uh-huh. Uh, which we've had a lot of viewing parties. We have. Actually. It's we've, been a long time since we had one. Both we've had friends over to our apartment. We actually took this movie on vacation with us a few yep. times uh, when it's just been us and a group of friends yep. and like guys. We're gonna watch Lake Noir. Anyways, Anyways, back to what we were watching. We watched The Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> um, which Megan had never seen, nope. and uh, yeah, this this movie uh, swept. The Acting Accolade Awards at the Academy Awards, mm -hmm. uh, 91 or 92. Totally understandable uh, why. I'm pretty sure Don Jonathan Demme won Best Director. It may have won Best Picture, too. I'm really? Sure. Yeah, pull out the WebMD. Let's let's go over the yeah. logistics. So uh, those who are not familiar with Silence of the Lambs, made in 1991, starring Jodie Foster, uh, Anthony Hopkins, uh, Ted Levine. I have to get a shout I out I don't to... know who any of these people are. Uh, like, you're saying they're actor names, and I'm like... That sounds like a nice person on a bus. Like, I don't know Ted who Levine these people play. Plays, plays the serial killer, plays Jane Gum. Jane Gum. Jane Gum. Buffalo Bill. Correct. Okay. Jane Buffalo Bill Gum. Uh, Scott Glenn is in it, plays Jack Crawford, who's the director of the FBI. The premise of the film, as stated by IMDb, a young FBI cadet must receive help from an incarcerated and manipulative cannibal killer to help catch another serial killer, a madman who skins his victims. And that's that's a pretty good premise. Yeah. And we're off and running. I think the first thing I shouted out when this movie came on, I'm like, strong female lead. Yeah, that's right. Strong female lead. Because Jodie Foster is like, She's like charging this little up thing. the hill. Yeah. Like, you know, just, and then of course these, like this random gaggle of ninjas run by. Right. Oh my gosh. Like, this so. This is a total, this is kind of a side <laughs> note. Sort of a side note. But there's then like, you never see them again. There's it's not an opening montage, but she's on like the 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 obstacle course for the FBI. This right, is she's sort of an how FBI we're introduced agent. to Clary Starling. She's not an agent, actually. She's oh, still, she's, I'm she's sorry, a trainee. Cadet. She's a trainee. Right. Yeah. Um, so she's you know just tearing apart this obstacle course, and she she gets this call saying, "Yeah, Jack Crawford wants to see you in his office," and she runs back to the Academy Building, and on it on her way back to the building. This group of like eight. It was more than it was like ten to twelve. Really? It was like <laughs> they're 12. all dressed as ninjas and they're all headed to the obstacle course. No one else is wearing any kind of no! ninja attire. Everybody else is wearing. And the when I say ninjas, FBI I mean suit. black 
head to toe with hoods on. Yeah. Like straight up League of Shadows from Batman. Like and they're like, about she's to go practice in and their then invisibility. Just like, ninjas! Bye, ninjas! Like Jonathan Demi's like, ah, I think this shot needs I some ninjas. I think we need some ninjas. Can we bring the ninjas? And cue the ninjas. All right, I good hope, job, ninjas. I hope that's on someone's resume. I really that hope they're so. On the yeah, resume, the it says of the Science of the Lambs, ninja, ninja number two. Right. Yeah. Uh, that would amazing. be amazing. Um, yeah, a pretty iconic film. Yes. It's one of those movies that I remember seeing in the video store uh, when I was 8, 9, or 10 that had a woman's face on it with a mm-hmm. big, nasty-looking butterfly over her mouth. Right. And I didn't really know what it was about. Right. It was in the horror section. But yes. But I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. And I want to say <clears throat> I saw it when I was 11 or 12. Um, oh, my God. You yeah. saw it when you were 11 or 12? So, you guys, again, sort of bridging back what? into what we talked about last week. I went to a very small private school and was raised in a very uh, conservative Christian upbringing. And I so I wasn't allowed watch... to watch these kinds of movies. No. So I would have to go over to my friend's house and we would just take the weekend and just indulge in every movie that I can oh, watch, which so I actually go over appreciate. To right, parents where they would let you exactly, guys. Exactly, exactly. Um, which I, which I'm very thankful for in a way because Katie, I feel like don't punish those people. It, yeah, we're past the point of no return. <laughs> like your son's an actor living in New York. Like this is the, these, <laughs> these are the repercussions. Like I watch Silence of the Lambs and I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> but I'm thankful for it in a way because I feel like it gave me more of a broad interaction with not only kids my own age but it also introduced me to a lot of stories that I may not have been introduced to right maybe later in life right. I don't know but I feel like it, it was a nice counterbalance too yeah because the only the real like horror thing that you were dealing with at the time was your Christian game the right link Ugh. The Christian version so, of Link. Yeah, there's a Christian version. Uh, we're sort of getting off topic here, but there's a Christian okay. version of Zelda. Zelda. The original NES game called Spiritual Warfare. Uh, it was produced by a company called Wisdom Tree Games. They basically ripped off Nintendo games and made Christian versions out of them. Uh-huh. And they sold them. I, I'm not sure how I'm not sure how they didn't get sued by Nintendo because these are clear ripoffs of yeah. some of the most popular games. Very clear ripoffs. And you would go around, you're this you're this righteous Christian man wearing a bow tie who lives in this city of corruption, who literally goes around collecting the fruit of the spirit, throwing it at people, and converting them into Christians. When you hit them with 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 a pear it's like their body gets zapped and then they get down on their knees and they start praying. Right. And then you get you get what are called spirit points. You go around collecting the armor of God. Once you have all six pieces of the armor of God, you go into hell and fight Satan. And the only way that you beat Satan is by throwing seven pieces of fruit into his mouth while he's laughing. Once he chokes seven times, then he evaporates and you win the game. I am not making any of this so up. So that's the horror that you dealt that with. That is what... If you had not gone over to you your friend's what? house it's a to fun watch game. Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> right. that's it. Like, I need this right now. That's what you would have had. So, okay, I when I was 11 or 12, mm-hmm. I couldn't even get through Jurassic Park. Right. Like, I don't do well with scary movies. Right. But I have to say, like, this didn't feel quite as scary as I thought it would. Like, my little 12-year-old self was terrified when this first got started, uh, when we started watching, but it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was. It's very psychological. It is. If you're not watching it because you're like, oh, I really don't want to get scared, Mm. yeah, it's, it's suspenseful, but no more suspenseful than I think 
uh, Hitchcock movie. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Which I love Hitchcock. Me too. We should so, do a Hitchcock movie. That'd be fun. I've seen most of them. Have you really? Yeah, I've seen Psycho. I, I haven't seen The Birds. I was about to ask if you I haven't birds. seen The Birds. Okay, that's a good one. Is movie. it Birds or The Birds? It's The Birds. It's The Birds. The Birds. Okay. Birds is kind of like, just like, Birds! That'd be, <laughs> that'd be a word title. See my movie Birds? Like your, wait, your movie Birds? Like the birds you use in movies? Uh, okay. Where, where were we? Where we were, were talking we? Uh, about you watched this when you were yeah, 11 or 12. Yeah, so that's one of the uh, first time I saw it. It came out in 1991, so I was seven when it came out. Um, and I think by the time it hit, it hit the video store. I was probably around 10, 11, 12. So let's do the thing, like just kind of your take on the movie and then what really stuck out to you. Cause um, I remember after we finished, I was like, did you have any new insights about this movie? Cause hmm. it's been a while since you've watched it. Yeah. I felt there were just little subtle moments and reactions that I caught on this viewing as I, I feel like with any movie you watch repeatedly, hopefully you can always catch something new. Um, but I absolutely did hear, particularly a lot of Anthony Hopkins' little subtle oh. eccentricities. Um, I I love how they they didn't really hold anything back as far as like the depiction of the serial killer himself, played by Ted Levine, who's Buffalo Bill. Um, you you walk through uh, sort of the uh, uh, the the crime scenes. You get to see a lot of the the photos. Yeah. The way that he uh, skins his victims and is just this really graphic, gruesome sort of uh, these murders that get played out in front of you are just are really unsettling. It is. Um, and I just I watch this movie and I have such appreciation for all three of the lead performances that they're just they're just so good and they are what's even harder is that there are so many like they're not cowboy close-ups but they're as close to your face as you can get without just being on your eyeballs the most unsettling part of the movie for me a lot of it is looking straight down the barrel of the lens yeah like forget about like fingernails stuck in the wall of a well yeah it rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again I was unsettled. Like, it was just so hard having a shot that close. Right. It was just so unsettling. And if you and if you look at the rest of the shots, whether they're the medium shots, it's, I suppose. And those shots are really only when people are talking to Jodie Foster. Right. That's really the only time that those shots show right. up. Because I feel like what Jonathan Demi wanted to do was really give you her perspective because she's definitely the fish out of water she's an fbi trainee having to go to talk to hannibal lecter right to hopefully build a psychological profile to catch this serial killer right she's she's tiny she's a woman you know like she there's she's again like she's the one that the audience relates to well to be honest like that that is how it feels to be a woman yeah that's what it feels like i'm sure as i say yeah i know oh my god me too yeah totally Yeah, I have no idea how it feels to be a woman. Um, That's okay, because you're a man, uh, right, and you choose man. to be a man, <laughs> and you identify with that. It's my that. choice. That you is, know. you're choosing to identify with being <laughs> right. a man, and you're happy with that. <laughs> right. So, but I, I get, I get the, uh, the, the impact of all of these men looking down on yes. this woman who's sort of there in like their police jurisdiction, and she's like telling all these cops to like clear the room because we have to do a freaking 
autopsy on this right. woman now. So yeah, the 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 performances across the board. I gotta I gotta specifically shout out to Ted Levine who played Buffalo Bill. Bless his soul, he didn't really do a whole lot of work no. after this because oh, he didn't? no, because he played saying. Buffalo Bill. So, so well, well that nobody wanted to fucking work with him because they were freaked out. Not to say he didn't work after this. He actually found a lot of success later on in his career. He yeah. got he was a part of some pretty major summer blockbusters, and he's found some uh, some really great success in television. Uh, so he's <clears throat> he was sort of able to make up for it, I suppose. But he played Man. Buffalo Bill so well that people were legitimately creeped out by that. Actually, by happened for the <laughs> Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, to Margaret Hamilton? Yeah. Yeah? Because she, she did that. She did The Wicked Witch of the West. Mm. And she couldn't go to grocery stores without making children cry. Right. She would be standing in line at the grocery store and children would be just shrieking and yeah. running away from her. Yeah. And she couldn't get work for a while. Which is the sign that you did your job very well. Well, I mean, but then do you really want that kind of job? I don't know, man. I mean, I imagine, I don't know what residuals look like back in the 1930s and 40s. I hope Margaret oh, Hamilton got paid very oh, I know. <laughs> I hope Margaret Hamilton got paid very well. Um, but Tilda Swinton said the same thing when she played... Uh, the Wicked Witch, uh, not the Wicked Witch, but the Jadis, the the Ice Witch in uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh! She said, yeah, kids won't look at me anymore because I was so evil. And okay. she's like, yeah, I'll take that. Great. So <laughs> she That's a compliment stoked. if I've ever heard one. Um, yeah, uh, so this film, very psychological. It, uh, it, it's, it's very good about getting in the mindset of Clary Starling. Mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins... Is, is is an exercise of minimalist activity. He uh, he just doesn't move. No, in this movie. And I just and I something I pointed <laughs> out to Ben too. I was like, he's not blinking. Right, right. He's not blinking. Which is which is a, a film acting technique. It's I think I think Michael Caine introduced it in his acting for film video. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. He has an acting for film video? Oh, oh, you haven't seen Michael Caine's acting for film video? No. It was produced in like the late 70s, early 80s. He is drunk as a fucking lord in this movie. Oh my God. Like his eyes are all beet red, but he's like teaching these six young students how to like his his film acting techniques we watched it when i was in school oh, as like an ex, as like a fun exercise my, my teacher's like look how drunk michael Caine is in God. this movie it is amazing okay we need to watch that uh, so good but our we're introduced to hannibal lecter and you see jodie foster sort of walking down this corridor you're passing all these psychos who are like outwardly insane yeah and then you get to hannibal's cell and he's just standing there he's just still so just like a statue and he's just like yep good morning right and it it goes back to not only like an exercise of minimalism but the more terrifying choice is the guy who's just standing there doing nothing right you are more upset by that individual than the guy who's jumping around his his cell screaming about how he can smell your vagina all right exactly life, which is upsetting in itself yeah but you get to Hannibal Lecter you're like closer please closer why are you not why are, why you, are you being so weird yeah. cut it out you know yeah that kind of thing. it's that motion to stillness <laughs> yeah, thing yeah yeah absolutely but, oh, uh, so that was something I was going to ask you, too, if that's something that, because his performance mm. made me think mm. of Kevin Spacey in Seven. Oh, okay. And because Kevin Spacey did the same thing. He was very still. Yeah. And yeah. very calm, like mm. just a very chill 
Yeah, he always felt like he had control, too. Right. And if you've seen Seven, you know that he pretty much does up until the very end of the movie. Right. Where you get to see his... Well, even then, he's just kind of like, yeah. I think the only time that he loses it is when he yells, Detective! <laughs> That's it. I believe you're looking for me. Right. Yeah. What did this movie... What stood out? No, no, what for... stood out oh. to you? That You need one thing that stuck out to you. Oh, did I, mean, you I, I, I thought I listed uh, both Ted Levine's performance. Oh, uh, Ted Levine's Anthony performance. Anthony Hopkins not Those moving ones. at okay. all. Uh, not blinking. Yeah, just the, those things. Uh, there's a, there's also a moment, the uh, one moment in particular, where they're at the end. I'm not gonna worry about spoilers because no, this, this 30 one years I old. feel yeah. So Hannibal breaks out of his of his cell essentially, and he ends up butchering these two police officers. But sort of halfway through, he pauses and he's listening to this aria, and he's oh, uh, yeah. he's sort of moving his hand along with the music, like he's he's conducting it in a way. And you get this great sort of bird's eye shot going up, up yeah. from the tape recorder, this and is then before drones, and then he, he it's he's wearing all white, <clears throat> which is something Hopkins really wanted, huh? Because uh, he's afraid of dentists, and so he really thought it would be more unsettling for Hannibal to wear white what? instead of like an orange or yellow jumpsuit. So he's like, yeah, people are afraid people of the dentist. Dentists. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so he's got That's blood all over brilliant. his white his white jumpsuit. And he looks up into the face. sky, and the lighting's just gorgeous. Tak Fujimoto, who did the the camera work for this, should be oh my god, it's amazing. amazing! So he's moving along and sort of conducting this aria on his head, and then he hears this cop trying to escape. And then when he hears him, you see this look on Hopkins' face, like he's just rattled out of his like, he's like uh, it's like someone woke him out uh, of a dream, uh, you know? Like he's got to like shake it off a little yeah. bit, and just little touches like that, like you, I, uh, I didn't notice until this viewing. So, right, really good. I. So for again, and this, I feel like there are a lot of people out there that don't like horror movies or scary movies. Like being scared <clears throat> is not something that you enjoy. And I always attribute it to someone who likes roller coasters. My right. mom is the same way. She hates horror movies. She's like, why would anyone watch that? I'm like, why does anyone go on a roller coaster? I don't like roller coasters. Because you want you want to feel that sensation while being in a in a somewhat controlled and safe environment at the okay. same time. So for me, it doesn't end there. <laughs> okay. It goes on and sticks with me. Right. Megan That's has very thing. vivid dreams. I have incredibly vivid dreams. Right. So that shit's gonna show up for the next <laughs> week, just peppered in. I'm gonna have a dentist that's got blood on his face being like, Okay, it's time for your cleaning. <laughs> That's gonna show up for me. But so so with that said though, I do love like suspense movies. Like I love Alfred Hitchcock's stuff. Mm -hmm. So for this, I thought it was same. It was in that line. Mm -hmm. um, I had seen bits and pieces of this before actually watching it. You know, right. start to finish. Right. Yeah, um, so with that said, I think what helped me is that I knew the ending. Oh, okay. So you knew the whole series of events that was taking place. I didn't know how things happened. Okay. I didn't know how things happened towards the end, uh -huh. but I knew that, that Clarice was going to be okay. I knew that she lived and that's all I cared about. So because of that, I think that helped me that I'm just like, all right, well, I know that everything's going to be okay. Mm. So, you know, it's just this awfulness in between. What I totally agree with is, um, Anthony Hopkins in this movie. Ugh. Like, it's <laughs> such a lesson. Like, I'm, like, taking notes in my head. I'm like, okay, so whenever... Well, I guess the next time I play a killer. Right. Because I've played a killer yes, now. Um, The next time I play a killer is just even more stillness. Mm -hmm. Um, What I really loved, though, was... What was his name? Ted? Ted Levine. Ted Levine. I was going to say Ted Bundy, but same difference. <laughs> um, Ted Levine was... <laughs> 
what I loved about it is that from one moment he's down in his pit of despair mm. with the woman in the well mm. and he's freaking out and crying and he's just a fucking mess. And then the doorbell rings and he goes upstairs and he's like a totally normal human being. Yeah, yeah. That was the most unsettling part of the movie for yeah. me because he was, he could have been downstairs murdering a child mm. and like painting the walls with its entrails. And then the pizza delivery guy shows up and he's like, oh, hey, how's your day? I'm so sorry. I only yeah. have a 10. Can you break a 10? <laughs> like he could have a totally a normal, normal conversation. Yeah. yeah. And it actually reminded me too of if you haven't seen um, True Detective, mm. the first season, it reminded me of the main bad guy. Oh, Okay. In True Detective. Yeah. Because he's able to just fucking just switch, switch, switch. Yeah. Yeah. He's able to go through any number of whatever he needs to be in that moment right. to get to what he needs. Yeah. But I also really appreciated how they explained his psychological illness, yeah. which yeah. was not necessarily that he's a transvestite, right. which I right. love that Jodie Foster's character, Clarice, is like, transvestites are not known yeah, for really being, passive. they're very it's passive, insane. they're not known for being violent. And he's like, no, he's not a transvestite. He's right. trying to embody somebody that he knew before. Right. And so it was way more interesting to think of somebody killing other people so that he could embody somebody that he loved and lost. Right. Or, well, I think he killed the first person. He wanted so <laughs> badly to be that person that he killed them. Mm -hmm. That's much more interesting than just, oh, this is yeah, an angry transvestite a, right, that wants right. to wear women's skin. Right. Like, it's way and more... Even in, even in 1991, that would have been a really easy sort of... It would. Sleep. Yeah, yeah because... it would have been something that people would have been like, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't think people, or not to say back then, but, you know, in the late 80s, early 90s, not anywhere um, near as accepting. You know, the AIDS epidemic wasn't too far behind when no. this movie was made. So I feel like, uh, you know, publicly and socially, there wasn't a whole lot of um, information about this kind of stuff. Right. At least as much as there is now. Right. You know, people weren't as woke back then about this kind of stuff. <laughs> right. You know, um, and thankfully now we know that, you know. Right. The only thing, and this is just a stupid, stupid thing, <laughs> logistically... He was making the skin suit wrong. <laughs> oh, was he? That bothered I, me. I commented, I'm like, man, skin must really be like hard to like sew together. Yeah. Make it work. Well, that's you why know? he keeps having her put lotion on so right. that it's softer yeah, it and it's easier to work it. Skin. It does this whenever it's toe. Right. You know. Which, oh, that was another thing and he had too. A different that he, voice too. he picked it. He used the word it. Yeah. He never gave her so a he name. So he could distance himself. So he could distance himself. And then when he was, when she was crying, he started getting affected by that. Right. Anyways, what was I saying? I Ted Levine on how oh, to play Buffalo Bill. You're taking way too much backskin. You need to take. <laughs> you, you forgot the belly. Where's the leg? Right. Like you were. Anyways, uh, the other thing too. This is awful. <laughs> but like when he's doing the crazy like '80s like dancing dance, around right, thing, right. he's like, I'd fuck me. Right. I was like, dang, he's ripped. Yeah, he's he's in really good shape. Like he's, he's in amazing he's got shape. Like, almost like a swimmer's like rower's build. Yeah, um, I was like, I think, he's, I think he's a tall guy, or at least he, he looks, looks really it. tall yeah. in this movie. He looks um, very tall. So, and I I I loved Jodie Foster in this. Yeah, she's amazing. I feel like now that I've seen this, I don't like any <clears throat> other performances she's done as much as I like her in this. Well, she's so. I mean, again, fish out of water, but there's such a great in innocence to her as well like it's sort of who had like uh i'm just trying to think of the last movie we watched oh uh we compared like uh kirsten dunst's 
character on Drop Gorgeous, how she has just such a good heart. Yes. And I feel like Clary Starling, of course, is, uh, you know, has a passion for uh, this line of work. Right. Um, but she also approaches it from a place of, like, I legitimately want to not only understand, but to catch these yeah. horrible people. Right. Yeah. And again, maybe due to her size and the way that they, that they, they dressed her, mm-hmm. she just has such an innocence about her yeah. that when she's thrust into this whole freaking investigation, you really, like, you feel for her. Yeah. And, and that sort of goes back to the POV shots to where whenever someone is talking to Clarice, they're looking right down the barrel of the camera. Yep. But whenever she's talking to them, she's looking just, just off, off center. Just off lens. Yep. Because again, they Jonathan Demi wanted the audience to relate. What else has Jonathan Demi done? Um, I think his most notable one was uh, directing Philadelphia. Which was another uh, very a very good movie. Won some awards, uh, as you probably know. Yes. Rachel Getting Married, which stars Anne Hathaway. Uh, he was a producer for the movie Adaptation. Oh. Um, so, yeah. he's uh, He started off directing a lot of television. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would say that what really <laughs> stuck out to me, again, Anthony Hopkins in this is astounding. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Yep. And I got really frustrated at the end that he got away. I do wish we could chat longer, but... I'm having an old friend for dinner. And I'm like, you... <laughs> he... Oh. No, in retrospect, because there are there is technically a sequel to this movie, Hannibal, right. uh, which is directed by uh, Ridley Scott. I feel like I would have been happy with just the ending of this movie because... It, just him out in the world and well, you don't know where that, he is. Well, not only that, but you see him at the end of the movie going after Dr. Chilton. Right. Like, ooh, he's going to eat Dr. Chilton, who's just right. a douchebag. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, go Hannibal, you know? And then he's, he's just kind of out there and like, yeah, doing his thing. You yeah. Know, uh... What another thing I really loved is that like <laughs> every single person, every single man in this movie when they're talking to Jody is pretty much just like, so, my penis, you want my penis? My penis in your mouth? My penis all over you. My penis slapping your face? My penis? Do you like penises? Pen for dinner? Would you like to have me both over for dinner so I can show you my penis? And every single time, well I know, but it's, but the message is still the same. My penis? I don't think they're all bad interactions. I think they are. I think the whole time. Dr. Chilton's is very bad because he's just like, oh, how long are you in town for? I, if this you is have a the great right, city if you have the, if you right, have the right, guide, right guide. It's like, you know? yeah, I'm going to pick you, like, like you, Jeopardy dude. reject. But then, like, you have, like, like the bug nerds who discovered the Death's Head Moth. No! Uh, and the weird cross-eyed guy who yeah, was like, hey, do you like pizza and beer? How else do you ask someone out on a date? He's cross-eyed. Who cares? Get some you glasses. You're a horrible person. No, for I'm not a horrible person. All right, I am a horrible person. A cross-eyed person hits on you and asks you out to pizza and okay, beer? Okay, no, here's the thing. You can be cross-eyed and you can ask me out to pizza and beer, but don't do it in the basement of a fucking library where the, everything is dark and you're looking at a dead... Okay. Also... That's rude. Why would you put the moth in the throat? I understand there's some... Every serial killer has his little his little trademark, you know, and that that's was a, his. That's very thoughtful. For, for Buffalo Bill, it's it's a sign of, of rebirth. Right. You go from, you know... The, the moth goes from caterpillar to chrysalis or pupa as... <laughs> Hannibal Lecter says it has it has to do with the, the with the becoming the unfurling the the becoming of the 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 creature, and if you notice in oh, Ted Levine's little dance how he spreads his, he arms, spreads at his end, arms at the it's end, it's Christ-like. Number one, yes. making him the victim. Two, it shows like here, like here I am in my, right. in my full transformation. In my full, I know, see. That's why. Okay, that makes sense. Right. It's just that's an awful lot to like. I would just put a 
pick a card from a deck and be like, I'm going to put it in her hair. The Ace That's of Spades. easy. Right. That, not even the Ace of Spades, because then I have to go buy a bunch of packs of like, cards that aren't going to be... bicycle killer. Yeah. You know? It's like, then I, okay, so I'm the bicycle killer, but then I have... But again, they didn't, of course, they didn't notice until they got Clarice Starling on the case. Right. Because that she was like, in the immediate moment, in mouth. Yeah. during the story, the, these are the most important moments of this story. Right. You know. Um, so she she was the first to discover it, which was sort of the the one of the breaks in the cases that they so needed. So what I was saying about all the guys are like my penis, my penis. Here's the thing: I don't think at I think okay maybe you're right. I take back about cross eyed guy. I think she was yeah. flirting a little bit mm, with him. Of course, I take that back. But but you also have the, a character. Excuse me. Let me finish. Like, okay. No, let me finish. Well, I just like to say one thing. Okay. Please. You have a woman who is surrounded by men at all times. Yes. So, of course, she's used to it. So, yes. it's for me, it's interesting to see how she deals with all of the separate different kinds of men hitting on her. Right. You have, like, of course, she's in she's in the FBI program, and I think there's probably more men trainees than there are women. Yes. That's just an assumption. But that the way makes sense. the way it's shot, you see a lot more men than you do women. Right. You know, her interactions with Dr. Chilton, which are awful and creepy. Right. And then you have the the bug nerds who are hitting the the one guy who's hitting on her. Right. So I'm like, okay, there's clearly one of these is the right way to do it. I but and then the others are a little bit much. So but, the the bug guy still creeped me out. Okay. Like was that it, because he was cross-eyed? No, then? it wasn't really. It was the lighting. And, like, <laughs> I was just like, I. this is like some guy hitting on me uh, on the street with a lamppost shining down on you. Like, it's terrifying. But the thing is, is that what I liked about it is that the whole time everyone's, like, trying to sexualize mm. everything about her. And she's like, no. Yeah. You want you want to go on it? You want it? Yeah, I know you want it. <sighs> Men uh, are men, no. are men are men are men uh, are men. We are should men. go out. We should like. It doesn't excuse the behavior, but it no. truly is a dick thing. Like I it's, don't. Uh, I would I would encourage anyone. This is the bridging off topic. Really, I would encourage anyone to <laughs> to watch the show Big Mouth. Pay That's... particular attention to the hormone monsters. For both the guys and the girls and how different they are. That is 1,000% accurate. The hormone monster for the guy? Yes. Completely accurate. Yes. It is. The, and but what I like to, it's it's touches of that. Because it's the same thing with the hormone right. monsters. I don't feel like that all the time. Right. But there are times that I want to throw myself on the bed and cry until no sound comes right. out. <laughs> and not to say we don't have control over our over our actions or anything right. like that. But it is, it is like having that voice whisper in the side of your ear 24 hours a day. Right. It's torture, man. <laughs> oh, you oh, have it victims. so hard. Oh, yeah, we really do. Rough life. Anyways. Anyways, so ultimately, I would say this is not a first date movie. Not a first... Yeah. Well, you know what? Our first date, though? Oh, that's right. We still need to send my dad a Starbucks gift card oh, for guessing right. it right. So for those who... Uh, yes, our, fir our first movie was Bram Stoker's Dracula. Which we got through maybe 15 minutes of. I before. think we got through more of that. Well... Heavy makeout. This is before Netflix and chill. This was there was just Netflix. DVD and mouth. That's what that was back then in some, those days. Uh, this was after P.F. Chang's, mind you. Yes, we I, went to P.F. Chang's. I wined and dined her at, at the Pearl District P.F. Chang's. But we used a gift card that I had gotten from someone. You didn't get the gift card. I did get really? the gift card. Yep. No, I had the gift card. No, I had Why the gift card. Why would I let card? you use a gift card on Because my dance teacher gave me a P.F. Chang's <laughs> gift card. He's like, thank so you, you must for have helping me Chang's. so much. And I said, hey, I have a P.F. Chang's gift card. Do you want to just go there? And we were both broke actors. And right. So we're like, still yeah, broke well, actors. Like, that yes, hasn't, well, yes, we're, we're not as broke. Card. Yes. But yes. So Bram Stoker's was our first date movie. I would say that. I wouldn't say this is a first date movie. This isn't 
one of those ones this where you not... can put it on and ignore it while you get handsy. Yeah, and mute it maybe, or and or just at, turn and, it off and don't look at the, and don't look at the TV. Just turn it off. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Okay, this is not a Netflix and chill type of movie. This isn't really. This isn't really. But uh, I would say, like, for it's a anybody, very good film, for if you have somebody that has been like me trying to not see this movie because they don't like scary movies. Watch it like on a, you know, and, middle of the day, afternoon or something. Yeah. And it's and just assure them that it's not so much about horror or gore or yeah, it's graphic, it's but it's that's implied. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which I which I don't mind as much. Right. It's sort of like the Jaws theory where you 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 know the shark is there, but you don't really see a whole lot of the oh, shark. Oh, Jaws is less Oh. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And you know why? Why? <laughs> because the shark didn't work. <laughs> so what? they had no choice but to not put it in the movie as the much. The shark didn't the fucking work? Thing didn't... Oh, yeah. So we'll bridge into Jaws when we get there. But Maybe we should watch that next. Maybe. I feel like... No, Jaws is... A, I feel like it's it's not only like... It's, it's, a, it's a suspenseful movie, but it's also like a lot of fun. That is... Jaws was the advent of the summer blockbuster. Like that was the first. I'd be okay with watching yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. So all right, next week we're watching. Next Jaws. week we're watching Jaws. Oh, uh, trivia. Oh yes. Shitballs uh, trivia. So oh. right as I mentioned, uh, Anthony Hopkins won the Best Actor Oscar. Um, how much? Uh, how much screen time do you think he has in this movie? In this movie, total. Mm-hmm. In total screen time. Um, twenty minutes. You're close. Really? A little bit more. Twenty one. Uh, 25? Less. 23? More. Just, what is it? 24 minutes of screen time. 24 minutes. And this is a two-hour movie? This is, yeah. I think this is an hour and 58 minutes, I think. Man, it seems like he's in it way more than that. I guess it's just his presence. Because they talk about him all the time. Right. Even if he's not there, they talk about him an awful lot. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. 24 minutes of screen time got him... uh, a Best Actor Oscar. The wow. only one... Uh, so an only... episode of Friends, if he was just on screen for an entire episode of Friends, if his head was floating in the Top corner, actor. it would be the same amount The of only actor to beat him as far as time is David Niven, who won Best Actor for Separate Tables in 1958. I don't know what that is. And that screen time for him was 23 minutes and 39 seconds. Sakes. But this is specific to the Best Actor. Right. Um, Next one. Um... How many scenes do Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins have in this movie together? Okay, when you say how many scenes, does it mean like together? How many? Scenes they're in do they the same share? scene yes. together. <clears throat> Wait. Okay. It. Whoop. <laughs> Two, three, four, 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 four scenes. That's it. Gosh. For such a pivotal character, and for such like a. Uh, a, a great combination of characters. Yeah. For them to only have four scenes. Oh, uh, I would have loved to see them audition. Right. Across from each uh, other. If amazing. they did that, I don't know if they do that. What do you think? And the, this is, of course, like an iconic moment now. Yeah. But what can you can you pull the moment from your memory of the movie? There was there was a specific action yes. that Anthony Hopkins did that was improvised during their very first meeting, the very first scene. Where they where they meet together, he improvised something in that first meeting. A very a very uh, aggressive physical gesture. Uh, aggressive physical. I'll give you the lines that lead up to it. Okay. A census worker once tried to examine me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. I have no idea. Is that what it was? Yeah. I thought Total that was improv. it. 
total improv. What? And you can like there's this and there's this little like echo of music afterwards, because it's totally quiet. And then after he does his little his little his little hissing yeah. motion, you hear his, and you see Jodie Foster's reaction of like she holds her ground, but she's like, uh, what the fuck? Okay, wait, that? I have a quick question. Yeah, the guy that uh that threw the jizz at her face. Yeah, how Multiple did he names. swallow his own tongue? Um, I am not sure. Cause they yeah. they said that he that Hannibal was being punished for killing him. Right. But they're in completely separate. How could he have swallowed his own tongue? I mean, it's never really described how like how he was able to swallow his own tongue, but right. it it simply says that that Lecter was talking to Miggs, was whispering to him, mm. and either Miggs was so distraught that he swallowed his own tongue, or Hannibal actually convinced him to somehow push his own tongue back in his mouth what? and choke on it. Okay. Yeah. That was something it's I was up. curious about. Okay. Yeah, fucked up. All right, all right, all right. Um, as far as to, uh, trivia, did which uh, which Oscars do you think it won? Major categories. Uh, best picture? Mm-hmm. Uh, best actor? Mm-hmm. Best actress? Mm-hmm. Uh, best Two. director? Yes, one more. Uh, best cinematography? I don't think it won cinematography, no. It should have. It probably should have. Uh, best costume? Nope. Best sound? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, what? Writing. Screenplay. Oh. Mm. Is that original? No, no, no. It was, it adapted, was adapted from, from the book. From that's the right. Book. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's all I have for trivia, but I, I could not recommend this movie enough. It is, it is one of the best movies you'll probably ever see. Um, a master class in, in craft and of course you see directing, screenwriting, acting, uh, I'm again. I'd love to. I'm, I'm there checking right now to see if Tech Fujimoto won for that. Uh, that were a little <laughs> heavy-handed, in my opinion. Like what? There was like one shot where it was like Jodie Foster, and she's coming in to Buffalo Bill's place, and then they just slightly go off kilter over to the right where there's a photo of a butterfly on the wall, and I was like, okay, like we. Well, we get no, it. like, and and I think that's what I appreciate so much about the last twenty minutes of this movie because you have. Spoilers. You have Hannibal escaping from his cell, but he <laughs> he cuts off the face of one of the police officers, puts it on his own, uh, dresses in the officer's uniform so that they'll actually carry him out of the building. Right. Like they'll put him in the ambulance, right. and then he'll wake up. He peels the face peels the off face of his off. face. Right. Kills the paramedic. But unless you're really, really looking for these details, I feel like these are all big massive reveals for the audience in the last 20 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. so you have that you have you have Lecter escaping his cell going god knows where right and then you have jack crawford and his team converging on what they believe to be buffalo bill's house right but it's not his house and so you have jodie foster doing her interviews in in uh, ohio i think yeah and the audience doesn't think that Jodie Foster's heading into any immediate danger, but the way the scenes are cut together, you have the guy oh, ringing the doorbell at the fake house, right. while Jodie Foster's ringing the doorbell at the at real house, Jane Gum's house. Yeah. And it's not until Gum opens the door that you and realize then you see Starling there, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Right. Like she's actually walked into his right to his lair and didn't even know it. Yeah. And she gets these little subtle hints when she walk when she follows him into the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, she notices like all it of does. the it does. Yeah. It pans over just a little bit to see the picture what of butterflies. Oh. And, you're, and so that's the audience's way of picking up the cues that she's picking up. She's like, oh, I see. Oh. 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 Here I am alone with this guy in right. his house. 
To be fair, though... And she doesn't she, really know how to handle herself. Like, the way she even pulls her gun is a little, like, clumsy. I kind know? of... But also, too, <clears throat> like, Clarice, you are not anywhere near big enough for him to be able oh, to, yeah. Yeah. like, utilize your exactly. skin. Exactly. No, utilize your skin. <laughs> like, you could maybe make a nice clutch. I thought you were going to say, like, you're nowhere near ready to take handle this guy this? on one-on-one. -on -one. No, no, no. I'm saying that she doesn't have enough skin to oh, help no. at all. She's, she's he'd definitely look not at his her, type. He'd look her up and down and be like... Mm, you're not you're not quite big enough. You're uh, you'd be on the discount shelf. Well she a great big fat person. <laughs> we we'd say that to each other constantly. That's why I said that to Gabe when he called. Because my twin brother called me while we were watching this oh, movie. Oh that's right. And I'm like, yeah, we're watching Silence on the Lambs. Gabe's like, oh cool. And I'm like, wait, was she a great big fat person? Oh, that's like, <laughs> what you said. Yeah. Oh. Um God bless it. Yeah, definitely not Buffalo Bill's type. But I really appreciate, like, that's what I love about the last 20 minutes because it's all these, like, reveals one after right. another. And if you're an audience member in the theater at that time, that must have been like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, right. my God. He's right. I do there. have to say, so this doesn't happen. This didn't happen in Portland, mm -hmm. in Oregon, where we're from. But in New York, when you go and see movies, I love going to see movies here because everybody in the audience reacts so loudly. I would say... It's one of my favorite things. Right. Well, uh, we like, went and saw It. Yes, um, that's and right. And that was, of course, one of my favorite viewing experiences because it's different when you're watching a horror movie in New York with, an, yeah. with, with a big audience because everyone's kind of like... I mean, like, in Portland, people would go and see a horror movie, and there would be a jump scare or something, and, you know, maybe the audience would go, like, huh, but that's huh, it. Huh. But here it's like, oh, no! <laughs> or, like, you know, as someone's going towards the door, you'd hear someone in the back being like, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go over there. <laughs> Bitch, don't go in don't there. Don't go in there. Then I told you not to go in there. <laughs> oh, now you're getting killed. You know? It's hilarious. It's amazing experience. And I would say that just based on the way you've described this movie, you had the same reaction to this film that you did when you saw it because yes. you were scared about being like, Oh my God, I don't want to watch this movie. It's going to be at night and I'm going to get scared. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're actually really going to, it's a scary movie. You're right. You're, but you're really going to enjoy it. Yeah. Know? And I loved it. And you it. walked away and being like, yeah, you know, it's I a great movie. loved it. It was scary, but, but it was we've cool. watched it twice now. I yeah, love that movie. Yeah. It's great. I, I would actually love to do a review of that one at some point. Um, uh, that's a little ways I, down. Yeah, but I have a lot to say about it, actually. Yeah, that, I liked it, but for me, it's a solid, like, it's like a 7.5 out of 10. And, oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. For it. Yeah, and I've, I've, I have some things to, okay. to say. Okay. So that's it for this week, I guess. Yeah. And then Jaws maybe next week? I say, well, let's just or, lock Jaws. You want to? Lock oh, Jaws. Oh, boo. That was, Together we have locked did Jaws. Did you do that on purpose? No. That was terrible. That was that was very groundlings of me. Actually. That was. I'm yeah. very sorry. I didn't yes that and you on that. That was you, not ground. No, Tina Fey would we were not be proud of me. This is where oh. they would stop the exercise and be like, Megan, you need to say yes. Megan, where is your sense of wonder and acceptance you in this to, moment? You need to Have stop asking fun. why and start Have asking why not. Fun. Oh right. my God. <laughs> I don't think we have an unofficial sponsor for this we don't, week. I don't think we have But one. I did want to plug a certain kind of chocolate oh, that yes. I have recently discovered. I don't know the brand, so you're going to I do. To it's Gron. G-R-O-N okay. chocolate. Mm. Uh, my friend James is a part of making this thing come to reality. Mm. And it is a chocolate that is just CBC. So it's not pot. Mm -hmm. It is not THC. It is just CBC. So it is legal and it makes you feel 
so mellow. So mellow. Even like even you know if how, you got hit in the head with a brick walking like, down the street. Or like if you've been in the hot tub for like a good amount of time and you're so chill and you get out of the hot tub and you have that nice big... Uh, uh, you feel that way, that exhale, for right. probably six to eight hours. I don't know if I would use it like operating heavy machinery. No. Um, Do it on a light day yeah, when you're gardening. Go for a nice, slow, extra careful drive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But some this, orange soda. And it's delicious chocolate. It's and It's really like, good chocolate. It's like, I kind of wish it wasn't. It didn't have CBC in it. I would eat the it. entire bar if yeah. it did not have CBC, CBC in it. But be, at I, any my rate, heart would probably stop. Um, I have anxiety, and this actually helped with my anxiety an awful lot yeah. yesterday. I yeah. had a really crazy day, and I You're didn't get like, stressed out fine. at all. I was like, it's fine. <laughs> They, they're very relaxing. They are. They're yeah. very, very relaxing. So, wow, we're like 54 minutes I in. know. We went a little... I'll, I will edit the hell right. out of this. Thank you for listening. Um, please uh, share this with your friends. Please give a, share. Subscribe. Give us a review. Um, the only way this grows is if uh, people are sharing and talking about it. And we um, want to tackle cinematic <laughs> ignorance one movie at a time. That's right. Um, that's, I yeah, think that's it. I think that's it. Hope have you enjoyed a, it. Have a good week. Have a great week. Happy Purim. Happy Purim. And, and uh, love each other. Take care of yourselves. And we will see you next week for Lockjaw. Oh, my God. Or Jaws. I can't. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>